0: You're listening to Eureka on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind the Entrepreneurs. I'm Tom Edwards. Olivia Francis is the founder of Hamilton and Hair, the independent British menswear brand based, well, just around the corner from Monocle HQ, here in Marlebone in London. As we'll hear, Olivia's journey with the brand began-well, it began in frustration, really, at a lack of great quality, wearable men's basics on the market. Despite lacking a fashion or textiles background, Olivia was so frustrated at the dearth of good men's underpants that she decided to do something about it. Now, eight years later, there are exciting collaborations with other great British brands. There's always sustainable manufacture in small-scale specialist facilities in Portugal. And there's a bigger offer with more wardrobe staples, all made with an unwavering commitment to quality. So let's hear from Olivia with more on how her journey began.
1: My name's Olivia Francis, and I am sole founder and CEO of Hamilton and Hair. I was working for a big advertising agency, m and Saatchi, I'd been there, was, had a great career going there, I'd been there for four or five years. So I guess I'd had a natural interest in kind of brands and products and consumers. When I was there, it was actually Christmas time, and I've got two brothers, and they got some really awful novelty Christmas pants in their stockings at Christmas. And my brother, he's quite a stylish guy, was like, do you know what, Mum? I really don't need penguins on my boxer shorts or whatever it was. I just want some nice underwear. And I was like, oh, right, perfect. I'll, I'll go and get him that for his birthday, which was in January. And I went out looking and I just couldn't really find it. And I think it was a surprise to me because at that time, female lingerie was an amazing space to be in. There were beautiful brands there were shops, there was products, there was lovely fabrics, and it was just completely different. And it seemed to me that men's underwear was just this really unloved, overlooked category. And actually, at the time, menswear was really growing and people, you know, it was actually growing faster than women's wear. And was, there was a real sort of catch up and men's grooming had just started. And, and so, yeah, it seemed like a glaringly obvious someone should do that better I was like oh well that's a good idea but that's not for me I don't know anything about men's underwear or fashion or anything and I've got a good career going on over here but it just niggled at me and I decided to give it a go I'm not a natural risk taker at all a lot of entrepreneurs are they're very bold they're very risk-taking and that's not my character but I just had this certainty that it was an obvious idea it felt weird to me that no one else could see it I actually started with a boxer short because that felt to me that a product that had been, when I started looking into it, it hadn't been redeveloped since the kind of 1920s. It wasn't a very good garment, most of them fitted like a bit of a nappy, the fabric wasn't very good. So I thought, right, let's start there and think about what a modern man wants to wear. And one of the things at the time was like a much slimmer trouser. So I was like, well, what about applying some of the tailoring expertise that we have in London, you know, right on my doorstep? So the first thing I did was I approached several proper Savile Road tailors. I finally convinced one more friendly soul, I guess, who was open to my mad idea. And I said, look, can you apply your tailoring expertise and help me design a better boxer short?" And we started looking at sort of, you know, what was on the market. And he was like, this is awful. I can see there's so much we can do here. So that's how I started. And that's how we got our first kind of iconic modern slimline short. Once you started actually applying some of the approach to outerwear or any other element of the clothing to underwear, it was really easy to get a good product. The underwear market was dominated by, you know, it was pretty much a sort of ubiquitous universal product with a different brand name around it. They were made in huge scale factories and there was very little quality control or real interest actually from any of the producers. And for me, it was all about product. I was doing a product-first approach to underwear, which was very different at the time. You know, we're competing with big brands, huge marketing spend, and actually the product was secondary. So I wanted to flip that and do product first. And also, by the nature of the fact that we were small, you know, I I needed to find small factories who would work with us when we had small minimums and those kind of things. So transparency of product, you can only guarantee a good product if you really know who made it. And the other thing for us was natural fibres. So think back when we started, about 90% of underwear was made from synthetics. So things like polyester and acrylic and spandex, and those are derived from plastics. And we didn't want to do that. So we wanted to use natural fabrics. So again, that sort of led us to really understanding, okay, well, where are they from? And that transparency has been something which I love. You know, I love going to Portugal. It's like a highlight for me of really seeing our product being made the key benefit of it being your own business, (laughs) you know, is you get to choose how you do business. I wanted to do things with integrity. I wanted to be proud of the way that we did things working with great people, whether that's, you know, suppliers or retailers or whatever it is, is you, you do have an opportunity to do things the way that you want to. So yeah, that was really important to me. That factory I love, you know, they're all working mums, I'm a working mum. The factory is actually not even in a factory, it's in a house, in the neighbourhood so that they can all watch each other's kids. And they still make beautiful products, it's just not conventional. I like to think that that's kind of what we're trying to do as well. When I started, particularly as a woman, making men's underwear, I really felt like an outsider, which had its perks because, you know, you, you would look at things in a different way. But actually, the menswear industry is incredibly friendly and supportive, and I've had lots of mentors from other brands, and it's a, actually a lovely, lovely sector to work in. It is really thrilling when people from your contemporaries look across and say, hey, you're doing a cool thing, let's do something together. So. With Private White VC, it was, you know, it was an obvious collaboration for us because they didn't make our product. We both have a sense of kind of integrity and Britishness. They make everything fully vertically in their factory. And yeah, so that's been great. And hopefully we have a similar customer. For us, it's about trying to be that kind of that modern British thing, which is, you know, everybody talks about that term, but I think it's how do we take that heritage the best bits of that heritage and make it relevant and accessible and and approachable and 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 that kind of thing so yeah for us it's a, a sort of reinvention of classics through our clothing so it's thinking about what are the classic elements of Britishness that people love and are renowned and how do you reinvent those so I think that's yeah that's our take on it so we started with underwear but now we offer a whole range of kind of I guess we call them contemporary wardrobe staples, but the idea is it's, for, it's just for life. They're just real great pieces of clothing in your wardrobe for whatever you're doing. So it's been really nice sort of organic process to get to that.
0: That was Olivia Francis, founder of Hamilton and Hare, And you can head to hamiltonandhair.com. There you can learn more and find out about the brand's most recent collaboration with Private White VC. Thanks in the meantime to Jack Dewars, as ever, for editing and mixing this program. And do keep an ear out for new episodes of the main show, The Entrepreneurs, every Wednesday on Monocle 24. But that's all for now. Goodbye, and thanks for listening to Eureka!